Potential podcast with me, Taylor Sokol, and with me is always my uh, dynamic duo and partner in crime, my co-host Chris Dewar. Now, when we started this podcast, it was very exciting because, of course, we were inspired by many of our favorite podcast hosts from the Office Ladies, Conan O'Brien needs a friend, and more. And what's the great thing about the podcast is not only is it fun, is there is the opportunity potentially for some monetary uh, through paid ads. Of course, we're not there and we weren't there from the beginning. So we decided that we were going to have some fun and create our own fake ads as kind of a fun filler to entertain the masses. What started as something as just kind of fun and, you know, entertaining uh, really kind of became one of the more challenging aspects of our podcast. Isn't that right? That's right, Taylor. We definitely started off just kind of going with, a, oh, what impressions do we do? What could we sell? That's a fake ad. And then it kind of led into actually maybe we can do skits and we can do, you know, every now and then a fake ad or we'll do a full skit based on the episode we're doing that week. And it has become the more challenging part as the season's gone along because we don't want to do the same old, same old each week. And we wanted to really keep it quite fresh. And also it was fun to try to incorporate like our guests if we had a guest that week to be in the skit. So, you know, typically we're doing an episode a week. So we were thinking on the fly of a, a one to two skits or ads per episode. And so we thought it'd be fun today to do a little behind the scenes um, at what our processes were like, was like, uh, what it came, you know, came upon like to think about what should the skit be about and then the actual recording and editing part. And we're gonna talk about um, some of our favorite skits from the season looking back that we just thought were, you know, pretty pretty well done of course we'd like to talk about all of them but we thought we'd narrow it down to our top 15 well i mean you know taylor over the course of the season we did like 40 skits slash ads so we did quite a bit you know for you know that's that's quite a lot of material right there so uh, if we talked about all of them yeah it'd be like a two-hour episode we don't (laughs) want to bore you with that so um, but yeah, it's definitely, I thought it was fun. I think in the beginning, it really was something simple as, well, what's an impression you do? And I know that you do Christopher Walken. We feature that a lot on the season. So we came up on episode two, we had like the Walken, which was like a new form of like Apple watch or Fitbit. Yeah. And that was kind of a first take on like, oh, and it wasn't really like we scripted it. We kind of just had the idea. We kind of like put it together last minute in a way and it yeah, kind of exactly. threw it in and it, and actually it was funny, like in that episode, we didn't put it separately, like in a break. We just kind of like, we're doing it on the fly. Um, whereas now we've taken a lot of time and effort to put the skits completely separate and make little breaks for them. But our first official, uh, more scripted skit was episode three. We did Villains Zoom Party. And yeah. I thought this was a, little, a really fun one for us to do our impressions of famous villains yeah this was a books. this was fun because it was a great challenge because we kind of uh first time we pushed her the envelope of what impressions uh could we do and how could we incorporate in something fun and what made it very unique is we were like well we're in a time of this pandemic and that's what kind of really gave birth to our podcast is time 
uh, and uh, boredom <laughs> and yeah. uh, a lot of uh, a time to, you know, challenge yourself, do things. So he's like, okay, well, Zoom is all the rage. Let's make it relevant. And also let's make it funny. But, and this was, this is the first thing that Chris really knocked out of the park. You, this is your first big uh, script writing. Cause Chris, I would say throughout a lot of these, he's written most of these, but then I, I got my crack at them, but Chris uh -huh. knocked it out of the park. Cause we were both like, okay, well, what voices can we do? Let's try them out. Let's try to incorporate some of those funny quotes. And I think what's great about this one, you'll probably agree with me is it was really a good ode to our movie and comic book nerds out there. Cause really yes. you'll appreciate the zooming, but those who know those movies, they're going to get it. They're going to get the lines. Cause a lot of the lines are either straight quotes from those villains movies, or it was like, you know, a unique spin with a zoom take because that was like now i mean now look months later we're kind of so used to it uh being on zoom all the time but that was a very new thing that a lot of people had not discovered yet so it was quite fun to be like all right so uh okay i'll, I'll do these characters you do those and i was like imagining like oh well you know we have these superhero groups like justice league and the avengers well there's also in comic books all the time super villain groups yeah. So I was like, how funny would it be if they can't meet in their evil lair, so they have to meet over Zoom? And what would they chat about to try to... And how incompetent, how incompetent they are using this. So, oh, it's... they're so bad at it, which makes it even funnier that, you know, especially I, I love the line uh, when you're Arnold and you're like, it's frozen again. And I'm like, just refresh, Victor. Every <laughs> time, my gosh. Like as if like that's a common thing that he can't run technology. So I thought that was a funny, clever bit. And I thought it worked for that episode because it was like a unique spin take on what was going on. And definitely was a great first time for us to do a bunch of impressions, which is what, something we've kind of kept through the season. Yeah. And, and there were some that we maybe weren't super comfortable with. It was kind of some of out of our wheelhouse. Well, let me try this. So that was that was fun. I really Just go for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, our next one, we went into... Um, that later on, of course, we decided we would share love that crossing both uh, mediums of live and, you know, pre-recorded media of uh, Chris's love of theater of mm -hmm. since he started in his profession, of course, my love of movies, and we combine them together uh, to our love letter to stage to scream. And uh, this episode was fun because we were like, well, we want to do, we always had this idea of making like, what's the, you know, what's great ideas for like what would be the or worst terrible thing? projects yeah it's like <laughs> there's a lot for, of them out there or like a, a you know a device or something you would never want and then it was like well, what would be a show you would never want to see or a show that would be ridiculous to see which is why we came up of course with jaws the musical uh ridiculous but spider-man actually is a broadway musical and I did see that in New York, mm -hmm. but I thought it was funny for us to try to do it like a movie trailer as if they were going to turn that into a movie musical, because that is currently a rage. You know, we still get a lot of musicals being turned into movies. And I was just thinking like Spider-Man being turned into a movie based off the musical would be such a ridiculous concept. Well, especially the, uh, the idea that it wasn't as well received as some of these uh, titles mm -hmm. that have, you know, had great, you know, with, uh, movies like Cats and Phantom of the Opera, where they're long-standing, you know, well-received. Let's try something that maybe wasn't great on stage. Maybe we'll do something better. And mm -hmm. I really loved it all because this was again a great collaboration uh, between the two of us. This was fun because we both say, "Okay, um, let's you know you're going to do this part. I'm going to do this part." Same with Jaws, the musical, and that was fun because we both we both did a little bit of 
the opposite where one person was the announcer one was the characters and this was great because i was really impressed this was the first time that you really really knocked me out of the park with your editing skills because you of course the challenge i haven't started the music in there as well adding music which is always a fun thing to try to give it a little more you know you know a little bit more energy to the skit uh make a little more realistic um and this being a spider-man musical it's all comic book action type music. So I was like, and it kept it relevant. Yeah. yeah. It kept it relevant. Cause again, we are nerd nerdish our podcast and you know, superhero movies have been all the rage in the last 10 years. So why not? Mm-hmm. Let's just keep that going. Yeah. Well, coming up next, uh, another one that we really loved again, uh, uh, one that we got to really do quite a few impressions and we just did a updated version for our last episode of the holidays, uh, celebrity captains. We did this on our, uh, getting vitamin C episode. And this was fun because being that we both worked on ships and that's where we met, you know, we're so used to those times where you would have the captain announcement, which is usually often very early in the morning. And it was always quite frankly, boring topics. Very, it was like very dry, very dry. Like this is the weather right now. This is where we're heading. This is how fast we're heading. Have a great day on the ship. So we, of course we're like, Oh, you gonna be so funny. Let's do like as if they hired celebrities to be captains on the ship and the random announcements that they would say. So this, this was, was a great only, chance for us to spread oh, out yeah. different impressions. And it was great because I think when we met on the ships, we'd always joke about this. This is kind oh, of yeah. an idea that had gave birth years ago. And, and mm-hmm. a lot of you know, celebrities and, and comedians have done this, but it was just like perfect. Like, how can we make you know, the master of the vessel, the most <laughs> the master of the imbeciles or something, or just so just so out there and like we always had like a go-to like person, like of course doing my Mrs. Doubtfire, doing Christopher Walken. These were like great obvious choices because I, I really go back to those voices, but it was fun to think what would be good voices we did, but also who would make really good captains. Um, just how funny it would turn out. And, and for was, random reasons, like, yeah. I mean. Your Brando with the Stella. Marlon Brando <laughs> and like, yeah, go get a beer, get a Stella. Like, you know, all the, all the <laughs> references to his, he always references his own material. Um, P.B. Herman just being ridiculous and the late great Sean Connery, you know, we just lost a few weeks ago. Um, just naturally, I was like, he would actually be a great captain because he has that commander presence to him. Mm, he ran a submarine. And, uh, and, uh, he was in a submarine. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, <laughs> moving on though, we have, this was actually cool. This is our first episode with the guests. We had the amazing Justin Ruppel on who of course is an impressionist comedian, but one of the things he's most noted for is he was the voice of tough nut in How to Train Your Dragon 3. So naturally we were like, well, one of the skits we gotta do has to be a Tough Nut related thing because how cool to do a skit with a person that's voiced an actor for a movie. You know, it's like- Yeah, for us to create, we, we created original content with, with you know, an actual, you know, legitimate voice yeah. actor. So this was really, yeah, cause you right off the bat when I told you when we, I was very happy to have Justin do this because we were, We've got to incorporate, if we're going to have guests, this would actually launch later on. What we would do is if we could think of a good concept for our guest, we would love to get them involved in the skit. It just yeah. made it, uh, it just, it made sense. If they mm-hmm. wanted to do it, we were all for it. And I think he really inspired it because of course we did our, our Tom Hanks hosting party with him. Which was fun. Yeah, which was great. But the the Tough Nut was just perfect because he l- nailed it. And you, we both, uh, on this one, Chris, both and I kind of wrote our own kind of dialogue and we actually we this was actually we wrote our questions but the characters as i played um hiccup 
and which was fun because I had never really voiced Hiccup before. So that was a mm-hmm. fun time. And of course, uh, you did uh, Craig Ferguson's character. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was funny. We, we wrote the questions out, but we didn't get the answers till we got Justin's recording. So we had to then record the responses based off the answers. So that was kind of fun that we had it somewhat scripted. And then it was a bit of improv in the post, you know, editing phase, recording like our answers. And I actually thought, I thought we both did great with our impressions. I thought it was a, a well done skit. And of course, just so great to have Justin playing Tough Nut. And it, I thought it was, you know, really fun. Uh, it's definitely one of our, our top skits, I think, of the entire season. Oh, especially especially with the guest. I think that was yeah. great. He nailed it. Especially he nailed it with, with the guest right away. Yeah. Uh, I will say then, continue our tradition of having a guest. I thought this worked out as well. Um, coming up, we had The Office episode, our love for the TV show, The Office. And naturally, I was like, well, we, between the two of us and getting our guest, Elizabeth Matthews, on, I was like, we probably have enough material here where we could do a full office themed skit and this is the question was like well what would it be well this is like, yeah this just made sense that we have to do our own parody and this skit then led into other ideas where we're kind of making fun of the podcasting mm-hmm. world yeah <laughs> so again you came up with the great idea that michael scott was going to make a podcast which legitimately if um the office continued today i think this would have been a great idea i mean there's, there's so many podcasts you know we're, we're so happy to be part of the podcast community but there's podcasts on every single topic and you know yes there's the big big popular ones and then there's the really small town ones like us that are you know inching our way up there and i think that's what michael scott would be is he would if he was to have the equipment and start a podcast and dwight trying to help him out he would shoot for the stars although he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania, and he probably would have a very small audience. So it was really fun to do this. And I knew I knew off the bat, I was like, uh, who's going to drive this is going to be Taylor as Michael. Um, I Which was like, was, I, that, I appreciate I, that because you had a lot of faith in me and like I never did a Michael Scott. And I was like, I knew totally you were going to be Dwight because I just, you mm-hmm. you had the disposition, you had the, you had the style, the voice. So for me, this was, I think I was most scared of this one because I really wanted to do it justice. And you remember this when we were recording, I'm like, did this sound good? And you were like, but you kept coaching me. So this was like, I had my voice coach there because I was like, I want to do this. this you had the, you definitely had the, what I loved is you had the moments when Michael gets mad because um, he always gets upset if things don't go his way or Especially people mess up a joke. What's with Dwight? So I thought it worked out great. And Liz, Liz did a great job voicing, you know, four different ladies of the office, but her, her Kelly was spot on. Oh gosh. Yeah. Her Kelly was just so great. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. It was, but the, it was the so pan funny. was good too. Cause it yeah. Was tough, but yeah, and it was just overall it was a great skit. And that was actually one of our longer ones. It was the first time we kind of went almost about four minutes, but we started finding we out that cut if, down. <laughs> yeah. We had to cut it down. The original cut was almost like six minutes long. And this is where we started to be like, well, we don't want it too long, but I said, if it's only one skit for the whole episode, it could be a little longer. And so that, yeah, you know, but it was a good, smallest. it was a good like lesson because we're like, you know, how long do we want to make certain skits or everything? Mm-hmm. Like that? Because again, we want to keep the attention of the audience and, you know, they're there for the main subject. That's just the goodies. So now uh, I have to give, I have to give props here as we're moving on here. Now, as I said, as Taylor said, yes, most of the time I would do the writing just because it, not that it's a uh, you know power play or anything. It just would be like we both. No, it just ha- it just happened naturally. I, just, absolutely, yeah, yeah. it kind of happened naturally. And then of course you give feedback, and if you wanted to change things, or there'd be times where it'd be like, no, it's your job to write this one, and I'd write the other one. Well, we had our episode on Jaws, and I knew 
already was like, we have to do some parody version of Quint's monologue. And I was like, hands down, the only person that's going to be doing that is going to be you because you love that movie. You know it like the back of your hand. Oh, that's new. And um, <laughs> you know that monologue pretty well. So yeah. it was it was definitely, I think, fun to be like, I was like, well, let's do this. Let's have it set up like it's like on a ship or at a party or something. And they're asking like about bad party experiences. And then you just go into whatever you want to come up with. And you, you, you wrote out that entire parody monologue for Quint. You came up with this whole idea of it being a party and a rager and about trying to get a, a, a lady and Dunkin' Donuts and all this stuff. And it, it, and this, but not playing it for humor, playing it very straight, which is what made it funny. And it's, it was, it was like really well done. And I, it was one of our best skits just because it was nice to have this nice long monologue. And I found a great track that had like ship creaking and like waves so it sounded like we're out in the water well i just, thought it was it was great oh just well just like the well, that my hat's off to you because i mean just like um we talked about well first of all it was great to do the jaws episode because this is my one of my passion episodes and we have a lot mm-hmm. of this we'll talk about those in a bit uh so i was glad that you you know said hey let's do this because you were like I, I like the movies i'm gonna watch them again and so i was like we got to do something like this and you're right i know that speech by heart and I love doing the voice because I, I it's mm. always been like my favorite, like to do the the quotes as Quint. But just like the movie is made by the music, the sound effects were just great. And I had a fun time with the sound of that's actually me opening a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> you can hear that's me. Right. And I literally recorded Nothing. me. And I, yeah, and I drank during it. I wasn't I wasn't that bad, but it was just so funny because you gave me the reins to write that. And mm. I literally just was kind of like. I had the original script in front of me, the original speech. And I just kind of like, all right, let's try this. It's just, well, this would work this. And it was just almost like perfect. Like I never had written more of a better parody. I think myself yeah. ever before. So right. it was a fun, and I'm glad that this is a fun thing when we, when we write stuff for each other and we say, what's your reaction? I never know what you're going to react to, but when I record it and send it to you, and you didn't know where it was gonna go. It was just, it was just perfect because you didn't really know. Yeah, when I got when I got to time. Dunkin' Donuts, I was I was cracking up. <laughs> so that was great. And then going into our next skit, of course, Chris and I we we love talking about video games, and there was a, you know big big idea to say let's talk about one of the most iconic characters of Nintendo, which one of our favorite systems is Mario. So we decided let's Mario. Do- oh, it's a me. So this was fun because we always do in the voices and we had this great idea. Uh, of course, we had the fun idea of doing the the fake games. What are like the worst Mario games that they could come The worst Mario with? games. Mario DMV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just really dumb ideas. And then around this time, The Last of Us Part Two was coming out when we were recording all this. And I was like, well, there's so many crossover games now with Mario, like into other franchises that I was like, what if we, you know, what if we did him tag teaming with Ellie in this new version of Last of Us Part 3, Mushroom Kingdom, where like Mario has to go off and like fight zombies. But because he's a cartoon character, of course, when he attacks zombies, it's very cartoon sounding, like balloon popping and like you know his yeah. just imagine his hammer going around and like hitting you know the zombies but it's a really funny sound and not like a you know it just and it's kind of it worked out to be a it funny really worked skit. out with the source material i mean he's in the mushroom kingdom these zombies are some sort of fungus so it was just like mm-hmm. it's it's just 
it, it was like the perfect combination. And it was just, again, my, my credit to your editing skills uh, was fantastic. So it was, it, it was, was great. Uh, yeah. And I, I, it's just, it was so fun doing that one. And also our last of us uh, skit that um, I would play the clicker and I, you know, ah, 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 that was all me folks. Uh, just, you know, literally looking like a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, that's what I do. Um, moving on here. I loved our crime doc skit, the Payless shoelace theft uh we did a whole episode on crime docs of course and i knew that right away it would be like we got to think of like the stupidest crime like something that would not really be a crime but take it very serious and thinking of all those shows where it's like you know it was a saturday night and the person found the body on the floor which i gotta you know hats off to you you did the unsolved uh, mysteries guy voice really well I think it sold the piece and I got to be the yeah. funny, goofy, random people in the skit, you know, which was just like so stupid too with the writing. We had like, you know, like, um, what was it? It was like the stupidest uh, names like Taylor made was the name and then Taylor made and Robin, the, the criminal, you. Robin, you <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm reading. You. And again, this is a skit where I'm reading what he comes up with because we don't know what's going to come out of our mm-hmm. heads and I'm just like dying. But yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that mysteries guy because it's not something like a voiceover did, but it was like, let me try this. So I literally had watched a bunch of his skits and I just like, and I had to like get my you face. Had to, you like, had the pattern on, you had, you had yeah. the rhythm down. But yeah, it's like, it's, you got to keep it funny when you're talking about the suspense of the event. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it was funny. And yeah, our concept of someone went into a shoe store, a Payless shoe store and just stole all the shoelaces. <laughs> um, like what honestly, like, could you be thrown in jail for that probably not yeah um but yeah that was a great one now moving on to uh the next uh, the next two back to back are going to be our guest ones because again mm-hmm. we, we love doing our guest skits if we especially these guests that we've had this year and hopefully continue to have uh i was really excited about this episode because we were talking about our love of comedy and i said well let's do something that maybe more people would enjoy talking about you know cross-promoting two different styles of comedy we've got american and british comedy mm-hmm. of course we have the fantastic eddie jenkins uh who Hilarious. is constant, so funny cosmic professional and a comedian in his own right he just just everything mm-hmm. he comes up with is well spoken so i had this idea this was a, came out of my idea that i said well let's do something where like us americans are trying to learn how to do accents of course we're i think we're pretty good at a lot of different accents and voices but not many people are and a lot of people no, do very, you know, so the idea was these guys who do these voices all the time can't nail down accent. And I think we like that idea of the kind of the buffoonery. Again, we're fans mm-hmm. of The Office and, you know, things like that. So Eddie was great. And um, we got to give some credit to Eddie because what I wanted to do is I said, well, what are like some really good uh, phrases and accents that, you know, you could do that we would fail to emulate? And he came up with some really great stuff. And I and I especially love when he was doing his American impressions. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like, that <laughs> was just, it was very well. I'm walking here. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he, he, he didn't just pick one typical British accent. He went through like three of them and each one with a unique phrase that would kind of, you know, it's kind of like a stereotypical phrase for that accent. And of course, so, was, so he was the straight man and we were the the buffoons who kept messing it up. And it, it, was, it was so funny, but... He, yeah, he was just such a fun guest. And I, I even like, even his holiday message was cracking me up. Just him <laughs> talking about the the desolate New York. That is the right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the next one after that, we had Ron Rockstar on for uh, talking about aliens. 
and this was great. We knew we wanted to do a parody of just some intense, you know, moment of, you know, all these alien movies are, they're, they're all kind of similar in their plot. And I was like, well, we should do one where like, we're being hunted by the alien, but we find out that the weakness of the alien is to tickle it. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is a creature that's notably like, the further away from it, you're, the more you're safe. Like you, you don't want to be next to it. This thing will kill you. And, <laughs> exactly. and we find out that uh, it's it, by tickling it, you could actually weaken it. And it's like, well, who's gonna who's gonna be the one to uh, go up and uh, tickle it? And this was a great one because we have been playing Alien Isolation mm -hmm. this year, and um, I was able to you know get up some uh, a lot of cool background noises and noises from the creature itself, and it was just great because we had a little bit of a you know we're all recording in separate places. We all live in different areas. Ron is from he's in Canada, mm -hmm. and the way that his audio was recorded, it almost sounded like someone like on a walkie talkie. So it actually worked really well for- Yeah, we, we took advantage, it went, like that's the thing with our, with our guests, everyone is not having the same equipment as we are. So that the challenge is we're not gonna get, what we're gonna get, we don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. So it did work out perfectly because as I said to you, I was like, oh my gosh, it sounds like you know he's on the ship too. And again, just like us, Ron has a huge passion for these films and films in general. So I think he really played along and had a lot of fun with them. He brought a lot of fun energy uh, to that. I loved your editing, of course, with um, the Android, yeah. the robot, which is, was perfect. Yeah. Good. Come on, GarageBand. Have that robot voice <laughs> worked. Yeah. And this, uh, the next couple episodes, of course, we, we had so much fun with Halloween. And that's that's why these next- Halloween was a big month. We knew, we knew it was going to be a fun month with so much material. And we kind of had our episodes slated. And we know, oh, this would be a great chance to do a lot of fun skits. So starting off here, we had our episode on The Shining and Dr. Sleep. And we did a parody take on uh, The Shining called The Shin. And um, <laughs> Well, this is a fun one because it was kind of nice ode to uh, our love of and humor of The Simpsons. Uh, mm -hmm. And you and you made a lot of reference to it <laughs> about it. So in a way, we're we're talking about it, but we're you know we're not getting sued. <laughs> and yeah. uh, this was a lot of fun because you wrote this one up, and I was just blown away by this. This was a good script. It was just like cheesy, dumb humor, and those moments of like <laughs> like uh, red rum. My mother used to make red rum, <laughs> like just so like so stupid. But just, you know, taking taking this movie that is notably a, a top-notch psychological horror movie and just doing a creative spin on it. And, uh, you know, you do, you've done a great Jack Nicholson since our villains episode, you played him as the Joker, but naturally you did a great job of him uh, here as Jack Torrance. So yeah, that was, it was a lot of fun. And I think that was one of the, you know, we've had a, a couple really great art covers. That was one of my favorite art covers of the whole season oh, with having gosh, you be yes. the, Jack's face coming through the door and I putting on a robe and having a knife and as if I'm being attacked. I think as, it was great. Wendy. Yeah. Cause you, <laughs> as we were writing, as you're writing this, it inspired you. And I think since then we've had a lot of fun, especially in the creativity that my uh, Chris is definitely, as you you notice, he's definitely the, 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 the brainchild of the editing and the fantastic uh, artwork that we've done. But that was by far, was one of my favorite ones that you did. Uh, it's definitely my top five. And I was just, when I saw what you were doing, and of course our family, they're taking photos of us. And, like, and I love your story. You're like, yeah, I, I love when I went, I went to the kitchen and I grabbed one of our big knives and I was like, don't freak out. I'm taking a photo. I'm not some psychopath. 
uh, you know, I'm, in, I'm in like a robe and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. You've been but, in the house as long as they have in the shining suit, yeah. like losing it. Uh, but moving on next, this actually is one of our favorite skits, I think, of the entire season because it was such a different style than we're used to. And by that, we did a whole episode on the Ghostbusters of yes. movie franchise we love. Well, as I mentioned earlier, we came up with these characters, Tommy and Bobby. This is back on our cruise episode, vitamin, uh, getting vitamin C. We had a little parody point of like, worst tour guides and it was like what if you took like a cruise trip around pittsburgh yeah <laughs> and so with these t- these guys tommy and babby that talk like this yeah and going there. we've kind of brought them back every now and then because we've kind of fun like they're kind of fun staples now they're characters we created so i was actually visiting taylor in maryland mm-hmm. we were uh recording and there was a night where we indulged in some whiskey Mm-hmm. and we just kind of put the mic on and just went for it we didn't script yeah. this this was the the most unique thing we ever did this is tommy and bobby yeah i mean it was great and we came up with the idea of what if they're the cleaning crew for the ghostbusters and they're the ghost dusters <laughs> and it was it was just so great because we can't like that's such a great com uh concept that in all these movies where there's the superheroes or, or the heroes of the story or you know saving the day but they leave a lot of mess behind so we're mm-hmm. like well let's do it behind the scenes but it just worked out so perfectly for the demeanor of these guys but the fact that we recorded it live together and in person is the first skit that we recorded in front of each other yeah, uh, and in was, person and we didn't we didn't really stop like we kind of just did it and there was not like long pauses there was like no long. editing that what you heard yeah. what you got literally it was just like straight and it worked really well so that was a unique situation which of course in the in the future when covid's not really a big thing uh, we would like to do more recording in person, you know, just Zoom only have to do so much. But um, moving on, we had our whole episode right around Halloween of all the classic Universal monster movies. And notably, Abbott and Costello being one of the best comedic duos of all time. Well, you know, I would say uh, you and I, Taylor, are a comedic duo in our own right. Uh, we definitely like to do jokes and impressions, and this podcast has been a lot for us to do a lot of our comedy. So I was like, it was so funny to be like, well, we got to do our own take on a, a classic Abana Costello skit. And I was like, well, why, why, why don't we have it set where uh, they're meeting all the monsters at like a big premiere, mm-hmm. and this is our kind of take slash little parody on the Who's on First skit, the infamous skit about baseball, but we did it about trying to get these guys ready to go meet all these monsters. This is their actors at a big premiere. And of course, uh, just the humor of you constantly not remembering who's who and all the different puns we can make and jokes about these these creatures. And it, it just, I thought it was really funny how it turned out. Well, for the source material is such a timeless thing that that's still today is probably one of the funniest uh, sketch uh, sketches uh, mm-hmm. known today. But again, another great uh, collaboration with you creating a, such a great script. And of course, we did the one where we did kind of a trailer a parody of, you know, Abba Costello meets uh, this. So but this was a lot of fun. I was we had made the jokes together. We had a couple of the ideas that we were oh. like, let's do this. But I had a lot of fun doing <laughs> the voice because I was like, this is a there's a fun challenge because, again, this is another voice I never did before. I was like, well, let me try to do this. And I just it's went very for- peculiar because, you know, he's. Of that of that combo, I was the straight man and you're the comedy man. So it's like you have to have those heightened emotions when he starts getting upset, 
And, you know, whereas I'm the stern one that's keeping it like just going. And so it, it I thought it worked really well. It was a, it was a fun skit. Definitely. Uh, it was one I, you know, I, if we could have gone longer, we would have, but I yeah. thought it was, it was, it was uh, great for the time. Um, coming up here, we had, we had a whole episode on Avatar, the last airbender and legend of Korra two shows. I uh, hold dear to my heart and I'm glad that you got involved and got to watch these shows. So naturally as we did earlier, and earlier skits, you know, we've been making these kind of funny bits of, well, what if we do like a podcast version of this? So <laughs> the next two skits are going to talk about and this little bonus thing here. Uh, this first one, the podcaster. So instead of the avatar, it was like the podcast star. It was kind of like our take on, okay, instead of an avatar that learns the four elements, what if it's the podcaster that learns, uh, it was like headphones, mic, sound equipment, laptop. And it yeah. was like what we use to make this podcast. And we did a whole parody based around those characters. I'm impressed. Like you, this you, concept. you created like a whole backstory. Like I would love to see this series, honestly. <laughs> and why well, the hard part was trying to go through and pick names that would fit the characters from the show. So like off the bat, I was like, Ang, 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 Gain. Yeah. gain works gain on the microphone you know so i was like having a bit of a challenge trying to work that out but i thought it worked out pretty well with the names that i picked and um i thought the voices were great you were great uh with Sokka and um my, my uncle was, iroh uncle iroh yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh which, yeah it, was, it just was funny it was fun to do that and you know try to incorporate some of the theme music from the, the normal show and, and, I, and the voice of appa that was actually me i, I made the noises oh, yeah. <laughs> which I, that's right yeah that was me <laughs> And then finishing up here, you know, I've seen The Godfather before, but we knew we wanted to do The Godfather trilogy. And so I had to do my homework and watch all three. And that was a fun episode to talk about those, those you know, these are iconic films of, of cinema history. So naturally, instead of doing The Godfather, we had to do The Podfather. It was just natural. Yeah. And the concept yeah. that uh, instead of a life of crime, they are a family of a life of podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, it was just it was just fun. Again, this was one that I, I was entrusted to do. Uh, this was fun because we did this like little kind of skit, and then we did the one where similar to Jaws, where we did like you know if we made all these ridiculous you know titles of future sequels that they could have done. But this was fun because I really had to challenge myself. Like, what are some of the best iconic lines that would work well as a parody? But I wanted to get so many in. Uh, but did they make sense of that? Were they fun? And it was good doing all the voices again. Again, another chance for you to do your Brando, which I love your Brando. So yeah, much. my Brando. And then you get to do some Pacino and, you know, some James Caan. And it was fun to, again, incorporate where can we take a famous line and make a spin on it to be about podcasting? Uh, similar to what we did with the Avatar skit. And it's one of those things where it's like, you want the tone and you're playing it straight. You're not playing it for the laugh but the humor comes from the ridiculous concept of you're like saying like, you know, I never wanted this for you, Michael. I wanted you to be a DJ or, you know, it's like, you know, something ridiculous instead of being a, uh, as if running a podcast is the most difficult yeah. crazy job ever. Um, but definitely was a fun one. And yeah, I just want to say overall, the doing these skits each week is the more creative brain part for us because as we've mentioned a lot on the podcast, we just like talking about all these topics. Like that's why we made this podcast is we we've always enjoyed 
having long chats about movies, TV shows, video games. So that's where like podcasts where we got to be. And sometimes this is like yeah, the, we never get a chance. I mean, because of our schedules, usually we never have a chance to like dive deep in these things. So it's been a fun, like for our friendship, because we've actually sat down and we had like, legitimate conversations mm-hmm. and that's easy. We can come up with so many topics because we made the podcast uh, for that reason, so that we had a wide range of topics that hopefully, you know, we like, but hopefully you, the listeners enjoy listening to, but it has been, you're right. It has been a fun, creative challenge that I actually look forward to because we think, okay, we know what we're going to talk about. That's not scripted. Let's make this really good. And I will can honestly say, I love, I know we've talked about some of our favorites here, but I loved all of them. I've really enjoyed each and every one of them because we do put our heart and soul in each one of these little uh, skits and uh, commercials. Yeah. And, and definitely seeing that rising to the challenge of we never want to repeat ourselves. So if we've done a concept we don't want to just do the same concept with uh, material unless we have a reason or an update for it. So yeah. really like we did our Celebrity Captains Holiday Edition. We knew that to be fun to do like update on that one because we really like Celebrity Captains. But like in the future, a lot of the ones we've already done, that's been a formula. Like if they've worked, maybe we'll look into it. But it is kind of that fun on the fly every week coming up with what are we going to do this week? And And I feel like even down the road when we hopefully do start getting to uh, incorporate ads into the show, mm-hmm. um, our ads will still be these goofy, funny versions to even sell real products. Um, Cause it's part of our brand. And I think we'll always have skits, even if it's a, a fake ad in the episode, cause it's something fun to do. I think it's kind of fun to have that creative side and especially letting us to get to take funny spins on movies or TV shows and do our impressions, which is something we've always, that's one of the first things we bonded on was talking about movies and doing impressions. Yeah. And it breaks up the monotony and it does give us a fun challenge to maybe go outside of our comfort zone or maybe continue to do the fun stuff that we really enjoy. And I think we're really good at. So yeah, you're right. I I don't want to stop doing these, even if one day when we hopefully do get little paid advertisements, even with those, we're going to have a fun spin on take of those. Uh And, you know, depending on what it is, we're going to, you know, curtail that brand to our brand. And I think that's what it's all about. And of course, you know, we will, we will maybe get those when we keep getting listeners. So we do this for you, the fans. And of course, if you want to hear maybe certain stuff or maybe impressions you want to hear from us, we will rise to the challenge. Maybe there's some sort of skits you'd like to hear. Maybe like more Tommy and Bobby, because I really enjoy those characters a lot. By all means. Yeah. We'd love to hear feedback anytime the next, uh, you know, few weeks, especially as we're going to be starting to plan for season two on and uh you know looking forward to that so thanks for listening today folks it was fun to talk a little behind the scenes of our skit process and talking about our top favorite 15 skits but it it was exceptionally hard to choose the 15 out of like the 40 we did because i thought there was quite a few that i enjoyed Um, but i'm definitely looking to doing more of this come season two absolutely and i'm I'm looking forward to you putting up with my shenanigans (laughs) <laughs> I can't wait. And who knows what's going to come out of these uh, crazy creative minds that we possess. <laughs> you never know, folks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email the Potential Podcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, 
and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.